Welcome to The Kingstonian, a podcast that profiles individuals who are passionate about what they do for a living, about what organization they belong to, or simply passionate about the community they are a part of. Hello there and welcome. My name is Dave Cunningham. Our guest today is a refugee from Syria, now making his home here in Kingston. He, along with his brother and sister, were sponsored by the Bay Ridge Alliance Church. All three arrived here January 30th, 2018. We thought it would be interesting to follow up, to put a voice, if you will, to one of the thousands of individuals who came to Canada with a passion to build a better life. Our conversation in this episode is with Nouris Kabushi. Welcome to the program, Nouris. Thank you. And a little bit belated, but welcome to Kingston. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. The journey to get here is kind of interesting. You started in a small village outside of Damascus, and then your family moved into Damascus itself. And then eventually you moved over to Jordan. And from Jordan, you came to Kingston. Right. How did you find out what city you were coming to when you were looking to move to Canada? Yeah, actually, the group of churches who sponsored us, and they 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 are from Kingston, from here. So this is how I know it was like Kingston that I'm coming to. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about in Kingston, the Bay Ridge Alliance yeah. Church. Mm-hmm. They sponsored you, your brother, and your Kingston sister to come to Kingston. Yeah. So you're sitting in Jordan, and you're finding out that you are coming to Kingston. How long did it take you before you found out Kingston was where you were coming to when you actually got here? Like the whole process uh, takes like around one year and three months. Okay. Yeah, like uh, it was like very long uh, mm-hmm. process, like uh, paperwork, uh, medical checks, and all this kind of paperwork. It takes a long time. So I would assume that when you're sitting in Jordan waiting to come here, you are going on the internet to try to find something out about Kingston. Oh yeah, actually, uh, every day maybe, like uh, one, two hours per day sometimes, I <laughs> open like on Google Map and try to find Kingston, the houses, the like the view on the lake, the, those things, all the, like how people they are walking, what's Kingston famous in and... Yeah, it's it's a kind of like um, my new city, so I have to know something about it. What was the most important thing that sort of jumped out at you when you were doing that research? Uh, actually, the view on the lake. So yeah, Jordan, it's like um, Jordan is desert, so there is no water, that much of water. But when I saw the lake, the Ontario Lake, uh, it's very very nice view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get here to Kingston and you're being helped out by the church people here in Kingston at Bay Ridge Alliance. Yeah. What sorts of things were they doing for you uh, when you first got here to yeah. help you out? Yeah, actually, it's uh, it's both like Kingston and, and Bay Ridge Alliance, so two churches. And there's another church helping in fundraising, uh, paying. And first of all, they helped me to sit, like, uh, to do my paperwork here, to get the health card and uh, social insurance number and those all paperwork here. And then they found me a place to live and support mm-hmm. me and my family for one year, like paying monthly, uh, like, money. They mm-hmm. paid monthly uh, for us to, to, to cover our expenses during this first year. So the three of you get to Kingston, 
mm-hmm. and you're in your apartment, what's the first meal that you cooked when you were in Kingston? Oh, actually, I'm, I'm, usually we, I don't cook, and oh, even my brother and my sister, we don't cook, so my mother who's doing the cooking every, every time, but uh, the first meal was uh, a chicken breast, uh, roasted, like roasted right. chicken breast on the, in the oven, yeah. Now, I heard a story, and you can tell me if it's true, is that your mother didn't come with you right away, so when you arrived in Canada, you were on your computer... And she was teaching you how to cook and how to use the washing machine via Skype. Is that true? Yeah, actually, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't use the... Like, uh, so you didn't people. have to do any of that when you were in Jordan and Syria? No, no. Actually, my mother, she was doing all of okay. this stuff. Yeah. So your mom is over here now visiting you. Yeah. And I would imagine she's doing some of the cooking now? She's doing now all the cooking. All the cooking. But plus, like, she's teaching us uh, how, how, how to, to cook, cook like, right. to... And we are writing the, the recipe, the ingredients, everything is prepared now so we can try to cook. After so she, you have a whole she, file folder on your computer yeah, of all the recipes right. and, and what you need to do to cook. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to go back to uh, Siri and Jordan and talk about education. Yeah. Um, with respect to education, and there's something that's a little different from over here. And that's when you're in secondary school and you finish secondary school and you get your marks Mm -hmm. and your marks uh, play a big part in what you can do in university. Right. right? So describe that. So actually in in Syria is totally different than here in Canada. So your marks actually determine which uh, like which course you can take. So. If you have good marks, like very high marks, you can choose. You have multiple choices, like a lot of choices. But if your marks is a little bit not that much, yep. you have to choose like between two, three. Sometimes you have only one choice and this is what you can get. That's in Syria? Yeah, in Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so when you finished high school, what were your choices? Oh, my choices was uh, uh, like uh, doing business administration um, languages studying other language uh, f- for interpreter like later and uh, lawyer okay yeah I, this is what i remember yeah three or four choices but i choose the business administration okay how long a course is that how many years four years four years yeah so you finished your uh, bachelor of business administration yes university of damascus yeah is where you finished it exactly okay so what kinds of things would that prepare you for if you had stayed in uh, Syria, yeah, actually, I'm a specialist in banking and insurance, so okay. I can I can work with both, like banking and do like banking work and insurance companies work. Yeah, so everything in the bank, like uh, I can start like teller, customer service, uh, all that then, sort of thing. Yeah, all okay. that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you ended up moving over to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Now you moved over to Jordan because your mum is Jordanian. Right. Right? But you were Syrian, and you can't really stay in Jordan long term because you don't have any rights because you're not Jordanian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So the decision was to come to Canada. Exactly. So before we leave education, there's something that's a little different. Although we do have private schools in North America, but we don't have a lot of them. But in Syria, you had private universities and universities run by the government. Yes, correct. Both, yeah. 
So would you have a lot of private universities or were there just a few or Yeah, it's actually it's not something old in Syria. Those like uh, the private universities they opened like very lately like uh, before the war a couple yeah. of years. Not that many years ago. Okay. Yeah, maybe and it's not no, it's not that very like not very big number we have. Yeah. So there's not many of them. No, no, not many. So no. what's the difference between the two? Uh, actually, the private university, you pay more. The government okay. university, it's for free. Okay. And the private university, it takes like less marks, except people, except students with less mark than the government. So if you don't have the marks, but you have the money. Yeah, you can, you can pay go. and okay. study the same thing with like someone who's studying in the government. Uh, university. So there would be bigger universities on the government side as opposed to the private yeah, side. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. And you went to a government yes. university. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now you're over here and we're going to be bouncing around between you being in the Middle East and you being here in Canada. Mm -hmm. But right now we're back in Canada. So you have come to Canada as a refugee sponsored by the church mm -hmm. and there is a path for you to get Canadian citizenship, yeah. correct? Yeah. So what is that path? Uh, as far as I know now, I have uh, I have a permanent resident status. Okay, and permanent residency. Yeah, okay. and I have to wait until like three years of... Uh, you have to be here three years. Yeah, of resident, okay. like in, in on Canadian land. And then I can apply uh, for the citizenship after three years. And Now you have to speak or be able to speak... One of Canada's two official exactly. languages. Yeah, that's okay. what I was uh, to mention. Like, uh, you have to speak English or French. This is the two, uh, like, uh, one of them. And you have to have uh, level four, at least. Okay. From ECL classes, like English and uh, English as a second language. So right. you have to take a course or something to get degree that you have this level. Now, what level are you at? Uh, now I'm in level eight. Okay, so you're past the level that oh, you yeah, need. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So when you were thinking about coming to Canada, you would rather have come to an English-speaking province simply because you knew some English, but you didn't know any French. Yeah, exactly. Right? This so, is yeah. So a lot of people ask me like, which city you prefer or which like province you want to go to. For me, it was like the best the best thing I would like to know at that time. That only I need city speak English because right. my French is like not zero. <laughs> my English is better, so I prefer to come to like uh, English city. Okay, yeah, speaking English. Okay, Norish, let's go back to Jordan. Yeah, let's go back to some of the things you were doing when you moved. So this is after you got your degree from the university, or before you were finished school when you moved to Jordan. No, after yeah, after, after I got my degree. So when you were in Jordan, what were you doing? You were working or you volunteered first for this agency and ended up working for them, correct? Yeah, yeah, so tell correct. us the about the agency. Yeah. Uh, actually, when I moved to Jordan, I first of all, I tried to find something related to my field, like to my degree in business administration, but it wasn't allowed for Syrian to work like those type of folks because it's the priority was for Jordanian. Right. Uh, so I, it was very hard to find something related to my degree, to, to my field. And then I, I've heard about like the NGOs working with like refugees and helping them. So I applied for a volunteer work first. 
Let's, let, let's just stop there and talk about NGOs. Yeah. I think people would have heard those three letters mentioned in news stories off and on. Mm-hmm. But what is an NGO? Okay, so the NGOs is like non-governmental organizations. Okay. So they, they, like, they, they are not looking for profit, any profits. Right. They just like fundraising money and help. Uh, so the non-profits working with people who yeah, need help. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Working with people in need and they help to improve their lives. Their life. So you were accepted as a volunteer. Yes. So uh, what agency did you volunteer with? The agency is called like ICMC. It's shorter for Immigr- uh, International Catholic Migration Commission. Okay. Yeah. And what sort of things were you doing with them? Uh, at the first, at the, as a volunteer, I was registering uh, the people who need, like, I get, I have uh, the questionnaires, and I go, like, home visits or okay. door-to-door, and register people whose need. I was helping in distribution items uh, when the distribution comes. So were these people who were refugees or people who were Jordanian as well? Yeah, both, actually. Okay. Yeah, both. Uh, there is, like, a percentage, specific per- percentage for hosted community, and but the majority for Syrian refugees, yeah. Okay, so you're registering them. Um, some of these people needed some help with different things they didn't have, yeah. and the agency would find those things and you would help distribute them exactly this is at the beginning as a at volunteer the yeah okay so then you went from volunteer to actually working for this group yeah like after maybe 10 months or almost one year i've uh, moved to another promoted to another position i started working as social caseworker or case manager we call it the, it's both the same position yeah here is my my duties and responsibilities like get bigger mm-hmm. and it was like to study the case and make the recommendation for my supervisor that okay. this case or those people, they are need in specific types of assistance. How big an organization is this? Uh, it's big, yeah. It's, it was a big organization. I don't know, like, you mean how many employees there? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 400, 300. Is that just in Jordan or is it? In different countries in the Middle no, East. No, it's uh, this is only in Jordan. But they have. Sorry, you mean the the ICMC? Yeah. No, they have all over the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, everywhere with like people in need, crisis. Now, based upon our conversation that we had before we started recording, this is something that sounds to me like you're passionate about. You, this is something that you really want to continue to do. Yeah. Once you get your Canadian citizenship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, I. Uh, after I did this work, this type of work, I I love it like more. I like it more than my my field. The uh, business and insurance. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah because uh, like this type of work is uh, you make people feel happy and you right. help them and yourself feel happy as well. And but banking usually you you get money from people and you make them make <laughs> mad. <laughs> Not all the time. Not all the time, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it depends. Like, but I like to. Uh, to travel also, like I like to travel right. to the countries who's really suffering from any type of crisis to help people there, to try to improve their life. Right. Yeah, this is my passion. Okay, let's, a uh, couple of other things I want to do before we wrap up the program today. Yeah. Favorite place for you to visit in Kingston? I like like uh, down the water. Like, okay, uh, we I, talked about that before, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like to uh, usually in the summertime, springtime. I usually go there, like walking. There is a good path uh, there around the water. Yeah, around the water. They're just walking and hanging there. 
So have you been in a boat and in the water? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I went a couple of times and I went also on the ferry to Wolf Island. Okay. Yeah, it's very nice. We don't have ferries. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so would you rather be fishing or would you rather be boating? Sailboat or motorboat? I didn't try the sailboat. Actually. Okay. That's, um, yeah, but I would like to try it. Someday. It's very popular in Kingston. Yeah, Sailing I saw very a lot popular. of like, uh, boats. Okay, the other question we wanted to ask is, favorite food that you can get here but you can't get in Syria? Yeah, I've tried here, uh, first I came, I've tried the poutine. Poutine? I like, yeah, poutine, I like it. It's uh, Just the traditional poutine? Yeah, the traditional poutine. French fries, yeah, gravy, cheese curds, cheese gravy. gravy. Right, Okay. Right. Nothing fancy? No, no. I just, just the basic? Yeah, the basic one. <laughs> Once a week? Uh, no, <laughs> less less than like uh, maybe every three weeks once. It's it's a very big meal. <laughs> oh yeah, hobby, hobby. Like in terms of sports, I like play soccer. Right. Yeah, it's my my best like game. How big a game is soccer back in the Middle East? I would say it's the number one. Like it's the first number one sport. Yeah, number one sport for people to play and watch and like talk even like. Young people, uh, always they are talking about soccer, about the teams, and this is the, yeah, the major thing. Are the fans in Syria as crazy as some of the fans in Britain or in South America when uh, they're watching the games? Yeah, I, actually, in Britain, I saw a lot of, uh, they are very aggressive <laughs> sometimes, like uh, when it's, uh, there's a match, but... You're being Syria, polite now. <laughs> Sorry, you're being polite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so but in um, in Syria, some it depends on the match, yeah. right? It depends. But no, not I would say not not the same. Okay, other hobbies that don't involve sports. I like also to watch movies. Uh, right. Yeah, and this is how I I feel like my English is good. Like through watching movies, I watch a lot of English movies. I've heard that from a lot of people who don't speak English. Uh, is they learn to speak it by watching television or movies. Yeah, yeah. And if they watch it often enough, they get to understand a bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So what's your favorite movie? Uh, or one of your favorite yeah, movies? Yeah, one of my favorite, because there is a lot, actually. One of my favorite movie actually, is the Braveheart. The Mel yeah. Gibson movie. Mel Gibson movie, yeah. I like it. Very, like Good story, good acting, everything was perfect. Good action. Good action. Yeah. Good cool. ending also. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he die at the end? Yeah, he died, but this is not as, like, usually the the hero is still alive right. every, every movie, but this movie was, was different. different. Yeah. yeah, it was different. Good. We've come to the end of our program. Yeah. We have okay. run out of time, okay. and you. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me also. And uh, my pleasure. Yeah. And all the best to you and whatever you decide to do. Yeah, thank you very much. Our guest on the program today was Nouraz Kabushi, a young man who came to Kingston one year ago as a refugee from Syria. Theme music for the program is Stasis Oasis, a tune written and performed by Kingston musician Jim Ellsworth. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about any of our episodes, please send a note to the Kingstonian Podcast Facebook page. This is Dave Cunningham from Kingston, Ontario. Thank you for listening. Until next time.